they actually had some guys come to fix it. And then when they got there, they're like, oh, yeah, we need another part. Mm-hmm. And you're like, of course you do. And then I never saw him again. <laughs> so guys did show up once. but then they, Towards like the end of the trip? Oh, yeah. They showed up and they said, oh, wait, we need another part. And then we were like, okay. And so then we were going to leave. And then there was a guy sitting outside. And he's like, hey, just to let you know, we're going to be going back in there soon to fix the hot tub. I'm like, great. And so when we got back home, I like popped the the hood on the hot tub, you know? The thing had, there's like almost no water in it at this point. They just like drained it and left. Yeah. God, what a, no parts, it's nothing. Insane. <laughs> Never worked. Were you able to get into the fitness center? Yeah, I did get in there. Did a sauna? Yeah. Sauna was nice. It was great. <laughs> um, wow. The funny thing was on my Fitbit, you know how has your like resting heart rate? <laughs> yeah, it spiked. Oh man, you could see you could see it like it, every like, day came out through the Fitbit. It was I'm like on vacation 3D. and the thing's going like up, up, up. Yeah, and I swear to God, like I come back to Chicago, go back to work, that thing Shot went back, right down. back down. Yeah, I was more stressed out. <laughs> That's so funny on that vacation <laughs> than just like going in and grinding out like a ten hour work day. <laughs> Uh, that's very Chris Torre. <laughs> that is very Chris Torre. Welcome to another episode of Inferior Men, the podcast that brings you all things business from two complete complete failures. failures. Chris, the legend, the man, the guy, the Grinch. Back. You're back, baby. Back. You're back, baby. Yeah, I listened to those. uh, The funny thing was, yeah, I told you this. I had no clue that you were recording without me i mean i didn't care yeah no, no, no. but it was just like it was just funny because tristan's like did you hear the new episode and i was like what new episode you, i didn't do an episode she's like what are you talking about how do you not know this yeah yeah, yeah. He's like i don't know because he didn't say anything to me well i just because last time i was yeah. out you did it with Garrett, it doesn't so matter like, yeah, yeah it's just like i was just like oh that's funny i was like i don't know yeah oh well i guess i'll go listen to it <laughs> yeah we had garrett and drew on for the past three because we had like a we had some bonus bits that we pulled together yeah but it was fun it was fun uh but you're missed of course Mm -hmm. uh your voice was missed yeah your grinchness was missed yeah well drew did a pretty decent job with his like pepsi anti-pepsi yeah his his pepsi thing yeah (laughs) yeah he was very anti um pepsi commercials and uh you know garrett is always garrett yeah, loser. <laughs> yeah. Grade A loser. How, how, what a succinct analysis of it. But you've been traveling. You got you were yeah. in Tennessee. Yeah. You Kentucky, had a, Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah, we were zipping around the Smoky Mountains. A family vacation. Family vacation like no other. Uh did you feel like you're like this is going this is it. This is how it's going to be. You know, like vacations are going to be 
with Nelly from Nelly. Oh, right? uh, yeah. Because that was the first like family <clears throat> vacation. Yeah. You guys have taken trips with her, but yeah. That yeah. was the first time it was like. And she got sick, so it was like horrible <laughs> for a few days. Yeah. So I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just stayed at home to be this stressed out. I had to fucking spend all this money to do this shit. Before the show, you had said that your Fitbit, yeah. your heart rate, yeah, yeah. went up oh, during yeah. vacation. Yeah, yeah. And then when you, you could went- see it spike. You could see it spike while I was on vacation. And then when you went back to work, it yeah. dipped. Yeah. That is very funny. That's it like that. It's like the idle hands or like the devil's hands kind of thing or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. It's like how I feel if I'm like sitting around too long and get anxious. You missed the polar vortex. Yeah, right? that's great. You yeah. missed the negative and so a lot of a lot of Chicago like just worked from home. Yeah. And it was kind of bullshit, I think, the companies that like didn't allow their employees to work from home. Yeah. Uh but we were fortunate enough to have that privilege. And uh I, we went stir crazy. It was like me and Nat in the apartment for like two days straight, like three nights, two days, you know? Yeah, because you can't even really like leave yeah. to go when you, because you're not even 100% sure. You're like, oh, I could walk to the corner store, but it's probably not going to be open. It's not worth it. Nothing's worth it. Yeah. My mom was like, why don't you go check on the car to make sure it starts? I was like, I will wait for It's not going to start, <laughs> yeah. first off. Spoiler alert. Yeah. It's not going to start <laughs> in negative 50 degree yeah. weather. Um but yeah, we finally got to the point where on the Thursday, where it was like still bad, but like slowly rising, I was just like, you know what? I'm delivering these save the dates. Like I'm walking to the post office. I don't care. Or like yeah. I'm walking to a mailbox. Yeah. Because yeah, you do, you get stir crazy. That's what I wonder about like retirement. Like everyone, I want to be retired. Can't wait to be retired. But like you just you lose some some purpose, I have to imagine. Some sense of purpose. I Unless guess. you keep busy. Yeah. You got to keep up your hobbies. I mean, how, how old are we talking with retirement here? Are you talking like when you just retire? No, because that's, that's great. You could still like do whatever you want. Some woodwork. Yeah. Some carpentry. You're talking about being like 85 years old. And just like doing puzzles. You have dementia. You won't even know where you're <laughs> at. You're fine. Well, Chris, welcome back. Yeah. Welcome back to the grind. Yeah. Both at work and on this podcast. Yep. Uh, let's dive in. What say you? Sounds good. So our friend Jeff, yeah, who we didn't really talk to while you were gone. I mean, talk about we didn't talk to him. No, you're too busy talking about that party. What party? Fire. (laughs) Oh yeah, fire festival. Did you watch that? Uh, No, I didn't watch it yet. Yeah. Well, I don't have to. I heard both of them. (laughs) The entire synopsis of both (laughs) both films. The last episode. We just unloaded. (laughs) So Jeffy Jeff Jeff Bezos. As we know, he's going through a divorce right now with his wife. Of like, they're they're talking like what? How much did we say? One hundred and thirty-seven billion or something like that. Yeah, I don't think he had a prenuptial either. Yeah, I don't think so. So, whatever, um, good for her. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But at that point too, you only have like what difference would it make anyway? What? what like how much money they want to split up? Like they they're both so wealthy, right? It wouldn't matter, he, right? She could take she could she, take three billion and be set. She could life. take three billion, or she could leave him with three billion, and they're both fine, yeah. For like 
7,000 years. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, it doesn't matter. If if you were if you were like, I'm kind of strapped for cash on $3 billion, it's yeah. like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Go to hell. Yeah. It's just pride at that point. Yeah, but it doesn't mean anything. Like, unless she takes every single penny from him or yeah. he doesn't give her a dime, right. then it doesn't matter. Man, that would be such bullshit. I don't, obviously that's not going to happen. No, there's no way. Like, <clears throat> man, that would be, that would be straight evil. That would yeah. be pure evil for someone to be like, no, I'm taking the $137 billion for myself. Good luck. Yeah. Hey, you could give them the decency. Here's $10 billion. Yeah. Even if you're mad at him. Here's $10 billion. You're Now you're, now by yourself, you are now the 10th richest person in the country. Right, right. Good Lord. So uh, Bezos got into it with National Enquirer because mm-hmm. the Enquirer threatened to publish, you know, some some sexy nudies of Bezos unless he backed off on an investigation that is being had of the tabloid newspaper. Um, well, you mean the Post, right? The Washington Post oh, is yes. doing it, and right. then the the Enquirer is saying, "Hey, we won't show you these dick pics, right?" If you tell the Post. <laughs> chill out because bezos owns the post yeah but they're doing an investigation on trump and then the the inquirer's owner is friends with trump because they had all those like you know those uh i want to say kill switch but you know where they're they're doing the the articles where they're paying those women off so they wouldn't squeal right having the affairs with them and stuff and so like it didn't work in inquirer's favor like bezos is not going to give in yeah to it and so yeah. now it's just like it's even more uh inquirer is now even more of a target. I that'd be great if he just bought them. <laughs> he just buys them and then closes them. Yeah. Immediately. And then he buys them and it's just like, Can I get those photos? Great. Yeah. And then close shuts them down. God, that'd be is, such a badass move. The last in the last uh episode or that or, or uh, whatever issue yeah it's just one page and it's just that dick pic that they threatened him with and he just puts it out on newsstands himself yeah and that's it's a, free that's a tony stark move yeah <laughs> uh it it's just like so funny when it's just like you're out of your element inquirer obviously like you're delusional mm-hmm. for many reasons yeah but to think that you're going to even attempt to poke the Jeff Bezos bear, uh-uh. in, in no way, in no universe would it work out. Yep. Well, it's it's like uh, it's we talked about this before. It's like when people negotiate things when they are just like not on equal footing. Right. It's like if I'm coming, if someone comes to me and they want to buy something that I'm selling and they want to buy the cheapest, lowest value thing, but they want me to give them like all the discounts and all the bells and whistles, and it's like no. Yeah. It would be like Nelly trying to negotiate with you mm-hmm. <laughs> for like, yeah. I don't know, more. For a yogurt bite. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Oh, no. You know what I can do? I can push the Ziploc bag thing closed. <laughs> you can't open it. Now, now, how are we negotiating? Your, your, your move, Kasparov. Yeah. 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 So um, I'll be interested to see if this is like, it probably won't be the downfall of Inquirer, but it's, uh, it's going to be bad. You poked a dragon that is now going to burn you to death, and that is Amazon. That he just like it would be great, like if he just took away his like prime, yeah, just took away his prime, all of their primes. Or anytime you try, anytime that guy tries to order something on Amazon, it's like, I'm sorry, the only shipping options we have will take 735 days to get to you, right. Our apologies. Yeah, you have no two day ever. Yeah. Um, 
Amazon is now getting into video games. So, oh, so. well, they just um, their de- Amazon's debut video game is a sandbox MMO. Uh, okay. So what? What is MMO? The massive multiplayer online. Yeah, right? there you go. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> like World of Warcraft, those kind of things. Yeah, which is a. Uh, which snuck up on me. I was like, oh, shit, now they're doing video games. Man, they are entering every piece Well, if you humanity. can stream it, it doesn't matter anymore, right? Like, you don't need the hardware. PlayStation was doing that. They have the, yeah. uh, you know, you can stream games. Because you could just do it on PC or Mac, right? Probably. Yeah. So at this point, like, you won't, I don't know, like, systems won't be really necessary. Like a yeah. PlayStation and thing. You'll just need a controller. Yeah, my my point is like just the fact that Amazon even th- like you know what? Let's also make a video game. Why not? Yeah, let's do retail. Let's do brick and mortar. Let's do online and video game. They can put it on the TV, but you could probably play those games too on their tablets. Yeah. So we haven't played this game in a long time. Who will rise to the top faster at this point? Disney or Amazon or Google? You mean rise to the top, or you mean just stay? I, I guess like if if they were painting the world their color. Who okay. is going to paint the world first? Oh, Amazon. Fully, no, completely. No, Amazon. Yeah. They got their, like, their, they got their hands in more things. Right. I mean, they have the potential to also fail. I so that's know. the, that's the, the, uh, the paradox too of like, you know, of, of a growing empire. What would you it also take? So weaken yourself around the edges. What would it take to, for Amazon to fail? I mean, like, the dick pics aren't going to... You know what I mean? Like, no, the National this Enquirer... Is this is nothing. And no this one has, wants to see that, by the way. This has... I know. Who cares? <laughs> who wants to see that? I don't know. There's a million penises on the internet. Just go look at one of them. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't even know what it would take for Amazon to fail. I mean, I think they're, they're so big at this point, they're going to have, like, a lot of things that kind of bomb mm-hmm. that people will... Then the media will be like, is this the one? Yeah. No, it won't be. No. It's like, it's not. It's going to take a while. Like, Disney had like 10 years where they made garbage animation movies. Yeah. They're fine now. They survived. They figured it out. Well, we'll see. Hopefully, this will doom National Enquirer. That'd be ironic. Yeah. I guess those have to put more gum on that <laughs> shelf in the grocery store. <laughs> Uh, so a few, uh, a few things we want to hit into the, the food market yeah, here, yeah. uh, Coca-Cola, this would, this would, uh, um, ring, uh, this would, this would warm Drew's heart, I should say. Oh yeah. Uh, they're coming out with a new flavor. Yeah. In 10 years. They haven't had a new flavor in 10 years. But that can't be true because they have those like machines where right. you can just like mix whatever the hell That's you want. That's what I was thinking too, but like. You don't see raspberry Coke maybe in cans? Yeah, I don't think, that's what I mean. Like, you yeah. can't get it. Like, so this is their first package. Yeah, thing. right. But right, yes. Right. Uh, so now they have orange vanilla, and it's in, it looks like the two flavors are sugar or corn syrup flavor, I guess. <laughs> I, uh, oh, and they have a Coke Zero one too. Sure. Got to have that Coke Zero one. Okay. To pretend like it's healthier. Yeah. Um, I'm, you know, it's one of those things where you're like, yeah, I'll pick up a, I'll try it. I'm going to try it. Why? Why not? I don't even care. You don't like, you didn't like like orange sickles as a kid? I did, but I don't like them enough that I'm going to go buy a Coke, like a creamsicle flavored Coke. Yeah. 
I feel like this stuff would make me so sick. I could not have more than one of them. (laughs) I couldn't even finish a whole one. I I feel like you'd have to you'd have to split this one with a friend. Yeah, it's one of those where you like taste and you're like, yeah, that's good, and then you just get water and you give it to somebody else, and they're like, they're like, oh, this is good, and it's like you can finish it. (laughs) Yeah, right. right. You can finish it. Um, It reminds like um, Crush Crush Soda. Yeah, has like pineapple flavor that you'll see, or uh, strawberry flavor. Like those are this is that, but yeah. Coca Cola like a little bit more classier, I guess. Yeah, um, they went broad though. They didn't try going down the whole like we're gonna target like a specific demographic right. segments, right? Because like orange, I feel like orange could probably play well like in other countries. Totally, because like you know, there's like the. The Mexican colas is stuff that have like tamarind in it. Yeah, like I, I don't know if like Coke wouldn't want to make that play because it might work okay in like the states and in like South America, but like it, but like it's not going to work in like China. Yeah, yeah. So no, totally. orange, orange works like everywhere. Everybody, then, everybody eats oranges, right? Yeah, and then the vanilla is just like a nice to have. <laughs> it just irons out all the wrinkles. Yeah. <laughs> God. Just splice it with some vanilla. Yeah. So it'll come out in February. So, you know, stay tuned. Uh, I imagine it's going to be like initially hard to sell because everybody is just going to like want it. You know what I mean? It's just the next trendy thing that everyone's going to want to like pull off a shelf. This is going to be trendy? I think so. Really? Yeah. Mm. For For like a week. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Everybody, you're you're gonna get a lot of Instagram photos of people holding it. Really? Yeah, I think so. People will care that much about this. Let's see. We'll see. How about orange flavored Coke. It'll be a prediction. Well, the, uh, Oreo just came out with those most stuffed. You see those most stuffed Oreos? It's like are they like dumb looking? They have so much stuffing in them. <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, well, like I mean, like where they they should have them so that it looks so weird that people would want to take a picture, right? Sure. Is yeah. that the whole point? No, it's just like more filling. Oh, but but people like I've seen photos of people who are like got him, got the, got it, I oh got it. God, <laughs> they really like are that proud that they're gonna like post that on social media. And and like I told Natalie, I was just like, I really want one. I can't right now because I'm trying to lose weight for a wedding, so yeah. I'm not gonna have them. But like I do want to try one. I love like I love double stuff. Begrudgingly post it. Fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I bought some. I'll play Everybody's been asking. So I went out and I got an orange Coke and now I'm posting it. We talked about that before you went on vacation. Have you noticed? Have you been like aware of more of those types of posts where people Uh, say, I'll participate? I mean, I don't even know if I've been on Facebook since we talked. But fair enough. Yes, I am aware of these things existing. Another thing that's happening in in the world of disgusting food, yeah, uh, IHOP is being weird again, and they're making a pancake pizza hybrid. Yeah. Now at first this this sounds kind of disgusting, but really all it is is just a really giant flapjack, and they'll deliver it to your house in a pizza box. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of like waste of a cardboard. Yeah, it's like waste of a box. So you get one of those Uncle Buck pancakes yeah. delivered here. That'd be great. Now, that would be cool because they're doing this for National Pizza Day. But what they should really do it for is like the 30th anniversary of like Uncle Buck. Mm. Remember that where he, yeah. where he makes the, the flapjacks with a snow shovel from Macaulay Culkin? The 30th anniversary of Uncle Buck. It should be a national holiday. Yeah, you want to be real weird, do that. Yeah. Half the people alive don't even know what that movie is. Yeah, that's a, that's a fun, quirky PR stunt. 
Yeah. You know, like they should find 30, 30 year old anniversary of like Jaws and, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the only thing that's like kind of pizza y is that, so you can get it in three flavors original buttermilk, bacon and cheddar, or cupcake, which all those just sound so disgusting to me. Yeah. Well, I, original buttermilk is fine. I also can't understand, I, I don't quite, I don't know who, they must have something with like Uber Eats. Yeah. To deliver this. Right, right. Because I can't do it. Like, they're Cause not, they're not gonna, gonna just like, suddenly hire yeah. delivery guys to like run around. But who, think about how nasty that pancake would be. By the time it gets to you. <laughs> like, I'm not a big pancake fan, anyways. Never mind. But I'm I usually need to, gross by the time they get to the table. Right. I need to eat it right away. Like, S- because it's like, yeah. it's fun to be warm. Because if, 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 if the uh, syrup is cold, it like makes it taste like garbage in like 15 seconds. This is, again, one of those things where people will just order it to take a photo of it and be like, see, I got it. Got I got it. it. I got Guys, it. Guys, I got it. And then hate it. They won't even eat all of it. It'll make them sick. Oh, God. <laughs> IHOP has that. Let's, let's see. Let's just recap IHOP's recent PR stunts. There was IHOP, right? IHOP, that was last when summer. When they were like burgers. Yeah. There was the IHOPs that we talked about, the beer. Oh, yeah. And now there's IHOP. What are they calling it? Pancisa? Yeah, I don't understand what that it's like name is. Pancake and pizza combined. The pancake. Seems a little bit forced. It's a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. What else? What else in the food oh, department? It's called, it's pronounced Pan-Kit-za. Nah. Too much work. The fact that they had to phonetically spell it in the box, I'm already lost. It's a five dollar pancake. It's a big. It's, it's gross. A big, it's a big gross pancake. I don't want to meet the family that's just like, who wants to share this pancake? All right, so Chipotle, they are opening up drive-through nice. style Chipotle's. I mean, much see, better, easy, just much like better. smoother, rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Chipotle's, even though nobody's gonna call it that because you'd just be a dweeb if you did. <laughs> But uh, so they're going to allow you to make mobile orders and then pick them up without I getting out of your car. Great. Love that's that. fine. Like, There's, that's just, that's just, it's just, it's about pretty time. Sh- straightforward. Yeah. yeah there really isn't time. anything. I mean, the only reason why they were probably slow this is one, it, the model wouldn't work if you were like pulling up and then asking for right. the order. Although it could be kind of fun because you could just have like all the listings on a screen and you could be like, yeah, I want black beans. And then they could just like make that light up. Yeah. Oh, you got some ideas. Right. You got some ideas on it. You could do it. But but the car line would be like crazy long. And it would take forever. It would take forever. Yeah. But since you could do it on the phone, it's it's great. Just to pick fine. it up. Just picking it up. Yeah. Oh my can, god. You could dial in orders now, can't you? Yeah. Right? So like you just you, instead of picking it up there, you just the amount just it out of, your car. of times after work that I've just wanted to pick up Chipotle. Mm-hmm. I can't even tell you how many times it's been, but I you always think about how there's no drive-through. You got to park, you got to get out, you got to order it, you got to get back in your car after you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just want to grab and go that Chipotle. <laughs> That's Chipotle. gonna be the title of this episode, Chipotle. Oh, God. Um, but wait a minute before we move on, let's just compare and contrast Chipotle's efforts versus IHOP's efforts, yeah. right? Like Chipotle, we had talked about a few episodes ago how they're doing their diet boxes, right? So it's basically oh, yeah, like the, the keto same, yeah, and all that kind of stuff. But they're like separating ingredients. Very innovative, if you think about it. Mm. You know what I mean? Very like easy, not very flashy. Yep. Now they're doing like these drive-throughs again, not very flashy, like very logistical. Meanwhile, like IHOP, is IHOP like- made a big pancake, <laughs> put it in a pizza box. 
<laughs> and they d- they're doing it on National Pizza Day, by the way. There is there is some class and some standards that you can live by that will make you like a bigger player in the fast food department. You know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah. Or you can just double down on being gross. Right. That's pretty much what I have. Like White Ca- White Castle. Yeah, Burger King does it. Right. They're like, you can try making salads, McDonald's. We'll just put two more slices of bacon on <laughs> and put it on a biscuit. Uh, speaking of food, yeah. Um, beer. Yeah. We haven't talked about it in a while. Did you watch the Super Bowl? I did. I did watch the Super yeah. Bowl. So there was a lot of ads yeah. uh, from Bud Light. Yeah, there was the there was the one Bud Light ad that got a lot of heat because in it they're delivering Coors Light back to no sorry corn syrup back to Miller Light, and uh, we're like sorry the shipment went to us or whatever the hell yeah 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 and uh, when I was watching it I was just like damn okay that was a that was a bold move you know like yeah. Whenever other brands directly call out other brands, like first of all, the the legal <laughs> loopholes that they found oh are like crazy. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's just like you would think it's just like product slandering, and there it would, uh, you know, uh, be illegal in some way. But they get away with it somehow. I don't know. Well, it's actually what they put in the beer. It's just that. People yeah, don't know the difference. The yeah, right. so people don't know the difference between high fructose corn syrup and just corn syrup. Right. And so when they say corn syrup, people are immediately like, oh my God. They all put sugar in the beer. Like that's how they can that's how you have to make it. Produce it. Yeah. Like they mash the grains and things, but they all put like additives in there to help with the fermentation process. And so didn't like Miller Lite wrote. They took out a whole page ad on the New York Times. God, that's so great. Uh, they said, we think it's strange. Bud Light would create a controversy about something that's not in your can of beer anyway since, it's, since it gets consumed in the fermentation process. Uh, Bud Light's campaign has always been about trans. Oh, and then a uh, Imbev responded. Bud Light's campaign has always been about transparency and giving consumers what they want. We're glad the other breweries have joined us in this conversation. Increased transparency can only be good for beer. <laughs> well played. Check. Yeah. yeah. Checkmate. Boy, oh boy. Um, what a fun little back and forth. Like. Um, Miller Lite's like, oh, you're going to do a Super Bowl commercial trying to like call us out? Well, we're going to take a whole fucking page out in the New Yorker. New Was York that Times, it? New York Times. New York Times, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but I mean, Bud, like Anheuser-Busch, they use it in other beers. They just don't use it in Bud Light. Yeah. But isn't didn't they say in that uh, article, too, that um, or that letter or whatever, that actually Miller Lite is less count. Maybe they didn't do it there, but like Mil- there was something I saw where Miller Lite is actually better than Bud Light. <laughs> uh, Miller Lite in the letter it said they they said Miller Lite is indeed brewed with corn syrup. We'd like to thank our competitors for taking the time and money to point out this exciting fact to such a large national audience, not once but twice. <laughs> 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 I love it. You see, the corn syrup we source from America's heartland helps make Miller Lite taste so great. Um, but anyway, it's... Oh, no, here we go. Yeah, yeah. So Bud Light is actually 110 calories, while Miller Lite is 96 calories. And Bud Light has 6.6 carbs. Miller Lite has 3.2 carbs. So all of this information just, like, hit the hit the 
social internets or whatever. Yeah. And uh, kind of blew up in Bud Light's face. I mean, this stuff's all such junk. I mean, most of the time these guys are like selling beers from the like medieval thing saying like dilly dilly. Yeah, right. So who the hell cares? They had that Bud- I don't drink either. They had a Budweiser commercial and they're like just to let you like it was a whole it was like a 1 minute spot and it was about them powering everything with like wind power. Like what Budweiser oh, drinkers yeah, give that. a shit about that? <laughs> yeah, it's very Like most of those like there's a like most of the people that drink in Bud, they got like they got like those uh they're like those smokers, those those guys that have the trucks where they like cut the cut the uh catalytic converter off and just like burn tar into the air because right. they don't believe in global warming like that's a budweiser drinker yeah right. you can give a shit if you're running on a windmill it is a it's a surface level superficial being like doesn't this sound impressive you know like who, look who what did you we just do. went over right what bernie sanders or something right like right, he's right. gonna start drinking bud now more liberal drinkers are like maybe i should now try it yeah you know what maybe i should start drinking <laughs> I'm, I usually just have kombucha, but you know what? I'm going to start drinking... Just like hardcore. Yeah. I'm just going to start drinking like macro beers right now. Cut to like five years of them in their apartment. Yeah. Fat. Yeah. Dying from drinking. All right. Well, speaking of that, uh, let's take a, just a short little break. Sounds good. A little breather, yeah. uh, and we will be right back. And we are back on Inferior Men with Chris and Steve. Last me. All right, so wait, really fast. While yeah. you were gone, do you feel like you were like you were like feeling the need to get some like juicy news? Like, were you lacking? Like a person lacks vitamin D, were you lacking Inferior Men news? Yeah. Wow. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> Uh, we came across a good one. You shared this with me today. Uh, there is, this is on Motherboard, Arizona Bill would yeah. now charge porn consumers $20, and that money would go to fund Trump's border wall. Damn it. Uh, so uh, according to the bill called the Human Trafficking and Child Exploitation Prevention Act, but I think they also had slapped John McCain's name on it at one point, which just... That makes this stuff so disgusting. All devices that access the internet sold in Arizona would be required to have a porn blocker software pre-installed. And distributors who fail to do so would be guilty of class one misdemeanor. The thing that I never understand is this is like one of those, uh, you know, they're they're doing it in the guise of one. They want to stop pornography. Because it's like this religious right thing. Yeah, but they don't care. But about then that. also like fund this wall. But at the same time, I thought like the conservatives were supposed to be like anti. This is just a tax. It's just a twenty dollar tax. Yeah, right. They take it out of your pocket and they're gonna put it somewhere else. Right. And then it's gonna have like a million administrative fees because it's gonna go run through the government. Right. It's like what are we doing here, people? 
I mean, it's a funny play because like there's a lot of people who'd be like, Yeah, fuck it. I don't I don't fucking care. Here's your my twenty dollars, you know. What yeah. I mean? But it like it goes to a dumb, dumb cause for like a it's just a dumb thing all around. Yeah. That will probably get money because they better have they better have a level of security and sophistication on this ad blocker or on this whatever porn blocker. Yeah. That is beyond anything known. In the like history of man, right. mankind, which they don't, because it will be it will be thwarted immediately. Yeah, right. By any hacker, everybody they'll yeah. figure it out, and then it'll just be immediate. Yeah, yeah. immediate. Yeah, that's a good call. The, like the when when shit like this goes into place, you don't realize how many people are gonna attack that castle. Right, and how many more experienced people, to your point, are gonna attack that castle? Yeah. It, it it would not be it would not be hard to get around. Yeah, they'll get they'll start getting money for like a minute of just like people being like, yeah, I gotta pay my twenty dollars to get past this, and then it'll immediately just be <laughs> shut down. Yeah. Uh, oh, another version uh, would form the John McCain human trafficking and child exp. I'm still not a hundred percent sure why Lord they're calling the, the human trafficking. They should just call it the porn tax bill. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they need to uh, attempt to make it classier sounding. Yeah. Porn tax, porn tax. <laughs> Goddamn government with their porn tax. Porn for wall, porn for wall, porn for wall. What a crock of shit. Yeah, basically. basically. Speaking of crock of shit, yes. Um, I was telling you about this on the break, just to fill you in on this story. Uh, in Oak Lawn, Illinois, there's a business owner who is giving away one of his comic book shops for zero, Chris, for nothing. No consequences here. You just get a fun comic book shop. Wouldn't that be fun? Wouldn't you want that? No, not at all. Carmelo Chimera, owner of Chimera Comics, wants to, quote, make someone's dream of owning his or her own comic book store come true. It's like Willy Wonka. Except for that there are no golden tickets, Oompa Loompas, or gluttonous bratty kids falling into a chocolate river. Also, there is an insane amount of debt that you will acquire, accrue, once you get this free, fun comic book shop. Um, I'm bringing this up because uh, it is... Speaking of being in guise of, you know, like masking what the real deal is. Yeah. Like this guy is just exhausted having so many comic book shops and wants to get rid of whatever debt that he is in. Whatever. Like he is passing out. So he he was quoted saying, people make decisions based on fear. And I want to take that fear away. He wants to make someone's dreams come true. But no, he doesn't. He just wants to unload this shit onto them. Yeah. Because if he just, like, why would he give this away? Like, what is he getting out of it other than the money? Either, like, if it was going so, he could just close the shop down. Right. Right. And, and I get it, like, and he was, he even said, he was just like, I'm, I've been spreading myself too thin. You know, I got a full-time job. I own two stores. I'm trying to publish my comics. So I want to get rid of this. But he's also putting a $25 application fee, which will go from now until February 28th. Or until he gets two thousand applications, which is fifty grand if you do the grand. math. Yeah. So so that he can choose someone, it has to the essays have to be less than five hundred words, because he doesn't want to do a lot of reading. And once he gets that fifty grand, he'll 
pick someone to like sign the lease. He said, I've even gotten hate mail because of this. Yeah. People have asked me if this is a big sham because I won't get 500 applications. I've been accused by random commenters who think I'm doing it for the publicity and will keep the store. I'm done one way or the other. Yeah, because you're going to be murdered by whoever you owe money to. Yeah, and why, like, I don't understand, like, why do it this way? If he's done one way or another, why wouldn't he just say comic book store for sale? He wants that money? Well, sell, you could sell a comic book store for 10 grand then. Yeah, I mean, you'd probably be selling the space, right? Like, not. I, I don't know. It would be like a franchise them. if he has other ones. Right. Wouldn't they have to operate underneath of this, like, Chimeras thing? And what if somebody takes it over and just, like, fills it with garbage? Right. They're like, you know what? I'm just going to start selling pizza-shaped pancakes out of here. <laughs> it's funny the people who are like, this is great. Uh, you're doing such a great thing. There was one commenter on his YouTube video. He like has a seven-minute YouTube video explaining the good deeds and why he's doing it. And uh, one of the guys says, I just found out about this, and I'm going to start writing an essay right away, even though I haven't written one. Since high school. One, number one, too. <laughs> yeah, number one. Written one. <laughs> it's and funny. then he says, this is entirely merit-based. I will choose the winner based on their essay response. Yeah. How about you would just sell the business <laughs> to someone who has money who wants to buy the comic book shop, and then it's their responsibility. People who are always described as like, <clears throat> they always describe themselves as like an entrepreneur, usually end up in this situation. Yeah, boy, oh boy. Yeah, anyway, uh, Steve, let's move on to uh, more utterly important things here. (laughs) Uh, There is a new app. Oh, good, another one. Uh, It is called uh, Tutter. 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 T-U-D-D-E-R. Here on Bloomberg, the headline reads, cows get their own Tinder-style app for breeding. All right, about time. So uh, this is a UK uh, farming startup introduced a Tinder-style app called Tutter that lets farmers find breeding matches by viewing pictures of cattle with details of their age, location, and owner. Users hear a mooing sound as they swipe right to show they are interested or left to reject possible matches. Uh, some profile descriptions range from nice, big, strong sorts make nice suckler cows uh. to quiet, well-grown uh, young bull ready to work. Mm. And farmers can also restrict their online search by whether the animal is organic, pedigree, or on a farm where tuberculosis has been detected. <laughs> Those are the three pillars. <laughs> Wait, I want to say that sentence again. Nice, big, strong sorts Make nice suckler cows. Yeah. Wow. I don't think I've ever put those words together yeah. like that. Yeah. I mean, no, I think we should probably start uh, uh, Tinder uh, <laughs> profiles and then put that. Is that how? Can you do that? Like as a description on yeah, Tinder? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. So, Steve, you'll, you can do nice, big, strong sorts make nice suckler cows on yeah. yours with a winky emoji. And I'll do. Quiet, well-grown young bull ready to work. <laughs> that one might need to go on uh, grinder. Uh, 
This one guy, he's 76. He says his daughter lists the cows online for him. At my age, we think we're quite techy, but our grandchildren think we're hopeless. Uh, it's raised over $3.9 million from investors, including wow. government programs. Yeah. So it's interesting. I mean, I guess like if you're just go, if, if, I mean, I don't know anything about like picking cows. Yeah. So I guess if you could just do it from a picture, that makes the That's most sense right. to me. Hey, good for you. I like it when farmers get all like techie. Yeah. Like the, you know, like you see the farmer, the dating app, farmers.com. Farmers only. Yeah, farmers only. Those are those are always fantastic where it's always like this woman who wouldn't be caught dead <laughs> right. with any of these these yahoos. And I always wonder why they air them in Chicago. Like I'll see them every so often at a bar in Chicago. I'm like. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe there's some Chicagoans who like have a thing. Are they for just farmers. based out of Chicago? Maybe, but you could you could like not have your you could have your buy be somewhere else. You it's know, probably what I mean? cheaper. They probably just hire a Chicago ad firm and they're just like just do it in your. But Whatever's your demographics cheapest. not going to see it. They don't care that those commercials make zero sense. <laughs> I uh, this this seems like a good idea because you know like there's someone who is saying going to market is a nuisance. Uh, some farmer named Marcus Lampard. Uh, and he said, if I go to an open market with a bull and then bring it back, it shuts everything down on the farm for at least two weeks. Which Damn. makes sense. Yeah. So you got to like drive so long. You got to like do all this prep. You got to like bring the thing there. Yeah. This makes it easier. It's just funny. This is like one of those articles where you read the the headline and it's like, it it feels like it's more it's gonna be more like sensational. Yeah. When, more goofy. Then when you read it, you're like, oh, oh, yeah. this is just like this makes sense. Yeah. Just like this podcast. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh well, Chris, any last remarks? No, I don't have anything else. It's good to have you back. Yeah, it's good to be Welcome back. Welcome back. Yep. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us today on Inferior Men. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and write a review. Special thanks to Brad Kemp at Second Bedroom Studios for our theme music. Inferior Men is part of the Universe Head Podcast Network. To check out more content from us and find other great Universe Head podcasts, go to universehead.com. We'll see you next week. And remember, the superior man shows respect for his neighbors. The inferior man strategically poops in his backyard to keep the racking at bay. Join us next week for another episode of Inferior Man. Good luck, everyone. That is... And so I left that office. I was furious. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I will... She's, this woman asked for my phone number. <laughs> and I, I told her, I said, I'm only giving you my phone number again, which I don't know why right. I have to keep giving it to you. Right. Like, it's on my reservation. Uh -huh. I told her, I was like, I'm only going to give you my phone number if you call me mm -hmm. and i said i don't care if it's bad news if you call me and say hey the hot tub is not gonna work at Ever. all this week yeah that's all i want i'm like it is totally unprofessional though to keep 
like to like not let your guests know like what is going on right are people going to show up and when right like for all i know they could come at three o'clock in the morning you shouldn't have to be working this hard Uh, exactly yeah it's like why am i the whole point of the resort right i should be kicking back and relaxing and they should should have just been like from the get-go hey that thing's busted we're so sorry we're comping you a night yeah. And taking the hot tub fee off. We're really, really sorry about that. Yeah. But they didn't like they didn't lift Or like could they relocate you? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But either way, it yeah, wouldn't yeah. even have mattered. Even if they were just like, look, this is we're super sorry. Right. Here. Instead, it's like this whole runaround. Cause they know there are like a fucking bunch of hayseeds around there. Like you're only gonna go there once. Who the fuck want, who wants to go back to Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, like twice? Right. You're only visiting there once <laughs> in your life. Yeah. And you get the fuck out of there. And you're not coming back. What are they? They could comp me five free weeks right. to come back, and I oh wouldn't my. go. <laughs> Why? So I can eat it like a fucking golden corral for a week. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Wow. That is. Uh, so what happened? Did you ever hang out in that hot tub? No, never. Mm. 